Hey, it's Jason. Before we get into this podcast episode, quick question for you. And that is, would a private voiceover community help you? Basically, uh, think of it like a place, like an online community to meet, ask questions, encourage others, and get audition feedback so that you can grow as a voiceover actor and grow your business. Is that something that you would be interested in? I've had some students ask me about it, so I just wanted to kind of put a feeler out there and just see uh, if there's any interest in a voiceover community. If you want to see more details about it and give your input, you can do that at voiceacting101.com slash group. There's a form there. You just fill it out. That's got some questions on it, and that'll kind of give me some uh, feedback on whether or not you're interested in it. It's up in the air right now. I'm not sure which way it's going to go, but it is something that has been brought up a few times. So I just wanted to put it out there and see uh, if there was anyone else interested in it. Again, it's voiceacting101.com slash group. I'd love to get your input on it. All right, that's it. Now on to the podcast. All right, so the countdown is on. We're just a few days away from the end of the year. I hope you are well. Last time on the podcast, we talked about some of the things that I thought had the biggest impact on my business. Hopefully, you were able to get some takeaways from that, uh, things that you can implement in your own business. This week, we're going to talk about not necessarily things that went wrong this past year, but just things to change, things that I think can be improved, because I think there's always ways that you can improve and become more efficient. So that is what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. Welcome back to episode number 31 of the Voice Acting 101 podcast. I am Jason. I want to thank you for tuning in today. Uh, Thanks for listening. I know it's a busy time of year, so thanks for uh, taking the time to be here with me. Uh, So last week on the podcast, like I said, we were talking about uh, some things that I thought made a big impact on my business, and hopefully you could uh, use some of those in your own business. And this week, we're going to change it up a little bit and not talk about things that necessarily went wrong, but I think that you can always improve. There's always things to change. Like I said last time, every every quarter I try to kind of tweak things in my business just to to take a look at it and see what's working, what isn't working. Uh, So I would suggest doing that for your own business at least every three months or six months. Uh, definitely every year. So that's kind of what we're doing now. But it doesn't have to be the end of the year when you're doing this. It could be uh, all throughout the year when you could be just looking at your business and looking uh, looking at the things that worked first and then looking at the things that you think could be improved. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. Now, before we get into that, I want to remind you, I put together a free guide. It's called The Five Steps to VoiceOver Success. And it basically lays out the foundation. It goes into each step that I believe Uh, is the best path to getting started in voiceover and becoming successful in voiceover. These are the steps that I followed. I didn't even know I was following steps at the time, but looking back, uh, I can can see that each step is important. So that's why I put it together in a guide. And basically, if we were having like a one-on-one conversation and you asked me, how how do I get started in voiceover or how how do I become successful in voiceover? These are the steps that I would lay out to you and explain to you. So if you haven't yet, make sure that you head over and get that. It's at voiceacting101.com slash get started. It's a free guide. It's called Five Steps to VoiceOver Success. And again, that website is voiceacting101.com slash get started. It's a great way to start the year off with a plan. All right, so let's get into it. So the first change that I want to make, and these are not resolutions by any means. These are just uh, thoughts that I've had over the year, and they've. Uh, this is just the time to bring them up. It's the right time and the time that I want to talk about them. There's more than just these that I'm going to mention, but these are just some of the ones that are on top of mind for me. 
Uh, so the first one is that I'm going to quit some of the pay-to-play websites that aren't returning on the investment that you put into them. So even if they're like meeting what you pay to get into them, you know, that that's not enough. Just a break even. You want to do more than break even if you're on a pay-to-play website. And some of these, they're, it's kind of my fault. You know, I joined some of these sites just so I can see what kind of jobs are posted on it because people will ask me about the jobs uh, that come up. So I, I kind of want to have a, an idea of what is on that website or what kind of success you might expect by being on that website. So some of them I just joined just to uh, see what's going on on that website. Uh, so I don't take the time to audition. So that's kind of my own fault. It's not a fault of the actual website, but it's just I don't take the time or have the time to audition on that website. Uh, and some of the other ones, they just don't have enough jobs. They're not posting enough jobs. Not enough work is coming through that website to make it worth being on that website. Others, it's the quality of the job postings. They just aren't to my standard. Maybe that's like the budget's too low or just you know what they're allowing to post on that website as a job, I just don't agree with it. So for that reason, uh, I, I would quit that website. Or some of them are just difficult to use. They make you click so many buttons just when you want to submit an audition, and it's just hard to use. So I'm not going to quit them all. Of course, you know, last time on the podcast, I talked about one in particular that uh, goes above and beyond when it comes to the return on investment. So I'm definitely going to keep that one. The one that I keep, maybe that's for you. Maybe that's not for you. The ones that I quit, maybe those are for you. And maybe they're not for you. So it's kind of just a decision that you have to make on your own. Uh, But I think it's going to make me more productive. I'm not going to see those auditions anymore. I'm not going to feel like I have to audition for the jobs that maybe I I wouldn't get anyway or uh, that just uh, I'm not a good fit for. So I I just want to cut out the ones that aren't making that much of a difference anyway in my business. So in that way, hopefully I'll become more productive. And another way that I want to become more productive is with my email. So if you're like me, you spend a lot of time in email. That's where jobs come through, and that's like your main communication tool. Uh, But I spend a lot of time in email, and there's a lot of emails that come through that really I don't even care about. So I want to work on unsubscribing from like anything that I can that I don't care about that doesn't make a difference in my life. So some examples are like, uh, you know, Hulu will send me an email saying that there's new original shows out that I don't care about. I don't need to see that email. Uh, And I guess I could have a personal email as well, but then that's something else that I have to check. And I don't want to, I don't want to have to have another email address that I have to check. My credit card will send me like concert ticket promo emails for concerts that I don't even care about. So I'm unsubscribing from them. So as they come in, I'm just trying to think about, is it making a difference in my business or in my life? And if it's not, then I'm going to unsubscribe from it. And then the other thing with email uh, has to do with uh, checking the email. So uh, for the longest time, first thing in the morning, I would glance at my email just to have an idea of what kind of projects I would be working on that day. Uh, but what I've come to figure out is that my inbox is kind of like my to-do list. And if I check that too early, then I kind of look at everything like an emergency or or, or I give it priority, like I have to do it right away. And there were other things that I've written down on like a goal list, things that I wanted to accomplish. Like when I leave the studio and I write down what I need to accomplish the next day, uh, that's not normally anything that's going to pop up in my email. So then when I see my email, I kind of push off what I wanted to get done uh, to do, you know, what's pressing in my email. So uh, long story short, what I'm going to do is I'm not going to check my email on my phone anymore. I'm just going to check it when I get to the studio and I'm only going to check it after I get the things on my to-do list done, like my goal list. You know, there's certain things that I just want to I want to make sure that I'm getting done every day. So I want to make sure that I'm doing those things first before I get absorbed and distracted by 
uh, what's in my email, either projects or just emails that I have to answer. So hopefully that's going to make me more productive using email going forward. And I keep a pretty clean inbox. So if it's in my inbox, it needs my attention. It's something that I have to do, but I just want to limit what actually makes it into my inbox. So I don't even get distracted by it. And hopefully that's going to help me to be more productive. And then the third thing that I want to change this year it has to do with the actual acoustical treatment in my studio. So I'm not a person who really swaps out gear or equipment very often. I think I've only had like three, maybe four microphones in 20 years of voiceover. I think I've had, you know, I have like a travel mic. So if you count that one, I think it's four microphones that I've ever used to, to record voiceover. And I swap out gear from time to time if it's getting older or something. Or if, or if it can be done better, if, it, if it's more efficient in some way, then I'll swap it out. But typically, I stick with what works. Uh, the Oralex acoustical foam in my studio, that's worked really well for me. Uh, but I do have some bare spots in the studio, so I just want to add some uh, absorption panels. I think that's what I'm going to do this time. I'm, I'm probably going to build them, build some sound absorption panels, maybe buy them if I don't have time. But I love to build stuff, so I'm hoping that I can build some uh, sound absorption panels Using something like mineral wool, uh, which is, you know, that's like insulation and it's in the walls of my studio. That's performed really well uh, to keep noise out of the studio. And I've heard that it, it does great things for the actual sound absorption panels if you build them out like that. And I think it's pretty easy to do. So that's uh, something that I want to look into and try to do. I just want to uh, hopefully build them and then uh, put them in some of the the, the spaces on the walls where I don't have acoustical foam right now. And if I like it enough, I might go ahead and get rid of all the acoustical foam and just build a bunch of panels or buy a bunch of panels and put uh, the thicker panels on the wall. So that's something that I kind of want to look into, and uh, I think it's going to improve the sound of the studio. I don't really notice it too often, any kind of reflection or anything uh, normally, but on some of the scripts, some of the voiceovers, if I have to get real loud and uh, shouty, shouty, then you kind of notice it off the walls. So I'm thinking if I can build some of those sound absorption panels, that's going to be thicker. I'll use it in some of the blank spaces, and it should be an improvement overall. If you want me to kind of document that as I build them, maybe I can shoot a video or something, let me know in the comments if that's something that you're interested in. So those, you know, are the things that I want to change this year. Nothing earth-shattering, you know, I don't think, but uh, it mostly has to do with my productivity and just a, an improvement to the studio. And there's many other things that I plan on changing. Like I said, I try to check it every three months and just see what I want to fix or what what's working, what's not working. But hopefully this has helped you, uh, give you some ideas on uh, what you can improve in your own business. All right, so that's going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. Don't forget, as always, if you have a question for an upcoming episode, please send it in. The web address, if you want to do that, is voiceacting101.com slash ask. That is where you can uh, record your, your question and you can send it in and hopefully I'll use it in an upcoming podcast episode. Uh, before you go, scroll down wherever you're uh, listening to this or watching this, if you're on YouTube watching it, uh, scroll down. Let me know in the comments what's one thing that you plan to change in your business and why. What do you hope to gain from that change? All right, that wraps it up for this episode. I hope that you have a great week, and I will talk to you next time.